This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. The number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. Well, Rule 76 comes hours and hours from now. And you ever go to the theater, and you're sitting there, and they say, playing the role of whoever will be this person, and you have that moment of, yeah, we get a stand-in. Well, playing the role of one Rick DiPietro on this magnificent Football Friday will be huge friend to the show. <laughs> and that would be the date, the great Dan Grassa. Good morning, Dan Grassa. Good morning, David. Thank you. Yes, indeed. I will be playing the role of Richard this morning. I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I'm ready to go. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm great. Uh, today is my, uh, my oldest 17th birthday. Ben oh. 17 today. That's a big happy birthday right there. Yeah. It, that doesn't it, make it, you feel any older. It actually does, and it never did, but 17. 17 is like, like, that's almost an adult. Like, he's on the verge of, of you know burgeoning into manhood and 17 as happy as I am for him and his life and his driving and all that stuff it does make me feel a little bit older these prime numbers have a tendency to do that to one yeah they really do and we're both going to be prime soon he's 17 I'm going to be 51 in March that that see when you get to like the prime numbers like in the fifth decade then you know like you're really starting to take stock in things then you got to stop and smell the roses a little bit more you know you never know when the last time is going to be that you smell the roses exactly and sometimes even if you're congested maybe you don't get a good scent of it right and other things are factoring in but but happy birthday to him that's good 17 mike to be 17 again what would you what would you give what would you give to be 17 again i say you can never watch football again in your life you you see you were you were well. I mean, if I go back to seventeen, and if I live my life again starting at seventeen, then eventually there's going to be football seasons that follow subsequently. Right, but you're not I allowed to gonna, watch them. You're I not, was going to know, but I was going to offer just like you can't watch football this weekend. Just to go back to seventeen. I can't. I can't watch football this weekend, and I wake up on Monday and I'm seventeen. No, wake up on Tuesday because Tuesday. you're forgetting Super Wild Card Weekend, which is Monday night as well. Right. Okay. So let me get this straight. I I, I go to bed tonight. I wake up now. It's Tuesday. I'm yeah. 17, but I'm not married at 17, right? Like, That's like true. I'm I'm back to Dave at 17, so high school Dave. But then I don't have my family. Well, that's true, but you, I mean, it's like a Back to the Future thing. You could still maybe seek them out and make the whole thing happen again. With, without the, the, the picture fading away, though? Yeah, no pictures. You don't have to even, the, you don't bring the iPhone back and then it loses battery or something if you want to equate it to modern times. No, you just got to do it the old-fashioned way. I mean, can, can I, like, invest in Apple and Google when they, when they open? Yes. I can. Yes. So I well, will be. You, you know what happens in the future. So I can be wildly wealthy. Why, like, beyond your wildest dreams, wealthy. Right, because I, I know what's going to happen in the future. Now I, I start r- really gambling. Yeah, it's a no-brainer not watching football this weekend. You do it. Well, this weekend, I, I, no, I don't think I'd do it. Really? I don't think I'd do it. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Tell me. Because of, of my wife and kids. A- anything beyond that, 100%. But now I, what happens if I meet Sherry in a different time, different era, different moment, and she's not interested in me, which well, is me very possible. Question. Do you have any idea when you were 17 where she was? At that yes. point in time. Yes. Yes. I mean, so go in, seek in her your out. scenario, I could meet her at, at 17. So go go seek her out. If you know where she is, then yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, but what happens? I mean, now it's all different. What happens if 17 year old Dave does not, you know, inspire 17 year old or I guess 18 year old Sherry at that point? Sweep her off her feet at 17. But I don't, but I don't know. If you, I'll tell you what. Yeah. If, if we're playing hypothetical and you can guarantee me, mm-hmm. guarantee me that I will meet her at 17, and, and the same will follow through, and we'll have the same children, I go back. But now, was she, like, in the same area, the same zip code, the yeah. same county? Yeah, she, she went to Long Island uh, High School. I went to Long Island High School. 
We actually had had friends in common, amazingly. Oh, really? Yeah. So that should be easy. But you never but but you never know. Because I'm an acquired taste, Dan. Not everybody loves me at every moment. (laughs) And had I met her in a different scenario, maybe she doesn't fall for me the way she did. Like I brought some extremely annoying. I hate you. Yeah. That's right. That was yesterday. Yesterday I got an email about a, a guy he says, You're so annoying, I hate you. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, I don't I'll, think, I'll, see, I don't think you're annoying. Thank you. But I'll tell you if what, you I'll tell you later on in the show. We wouldn't be friends, that. right? We are friends. Right. So if you were annoying, I don't think I'd want to be your friend. I understand that. But I, I'm going to tell you a scenario of what happened yesterday on the show, a, mm-hmm. uh, something that's happening currently in my life that people are very turned off by. I don't think you'll be as turned off as everybody else. Okay. Um, but so if you can guarantee me, I meet her, she loves me, we, we marry, have the same children, I would do it. Back to 17 Tuesday morning. Now, see, the challenge of that would be, I'm just thinking, like, from my own perspective, like, can you imagine, like, having to, like, I mean, 17 was a long time ago for us, you know what I mean? So, can you imagine having to go through all that again? Like, because, you know, not all of it was great. But you're going to have the knowledge that you have now, right? (sighs) Well, you said said that I'm going to know about all the stocks and the games. But there's got to be some conditions to that, though, right? I don't know. You're going to have to drop some kind of a contract. Yeah. Wow. Maybe we'll do that. Could be our project. Maybe like over the weekend when we come back on Monday, and we can have like a little bit of a contract played out. Okay. Well, that would have to be you, right? Because yeah, the scenario is on the table for me. Yeah, so maybe you do some of that work this weekend. That's like I, homework. Well, yeah, but do it when you're watching some football. How can you watch football and do homework? I did that for so many years, and that's why I'm here. Do you have uh, Do you have Peacock ready to go? <laughs> the P? Yeah. Yes, I've got the P ready to go. Uh, I've had to because. Well, we had that one game earlier this Chargers year. Chargers Saturday Saturday on night. that Saturday night. Then all and of a sudden, I'm going to have Peacock all over the place. Well, and, and earlier this week, I had a little Rutgers-Indiana hoops on the Peacock. I think it was Tuesday night. So I had to have that thing already situated, which I'm not a big fan of, but whatever. Well, I'm going to get Peacock this week. Maybe uh-huh. if Sherry plays her cards right, she could get some of that, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, welcome to the show. Um, so you have it, so not an issue for you. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like having to pay to watch a football game. No, it's awful. I pay it's enough. Uh, seriously, well, I pay enough in DirecTV, in Verizon Fios, in you know the NFL ticket on, on YouTube. I pay enough. Now I got to start paying for individual games on on you know Saturday nights. Let me tell you something. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but would yeah, you really the, be shocked? Would you really be shocked if next year you're talking about multiple games in the playoffs on a streaming service? No, would nothing you? would surprise. No, and then it'll wind up on different streaming services. Um, absolutely. Where, where I'm going to now one have is, to fork over more money. Because Jeff Bezos is going to be sitting on his yacht someplace on Saturday night watching Super Wild Card Weekend, watching the Dolphins and Chiefs freeze their you-know-what off in Kansas City, and he's going to be like, hey, why don't we have one of those playoff games on Prime next year? Let me call up Roger Goodell and throw him an extra bill and then you're probably have one on Prime Video. Probably so. But that wouldn't be the end of the world for me, at least, selfishly, because I already have that. But it's still a streaming service. It's still a streaming you're service. You're still paying for and, it. And I, and yeah, but I, but, but I pay for that regardless. Like, regardless of the NFL, we like Prime Video, so we, we get that, you know, separate from the football. And now there's football on it, and we have it on there. So it's not the end of the world for us. But can you imagine if it winds up, like, on, on another streaming service, which you don't well, about- have? How about Paramount Plus? Like, I don't have uh, Yeah, that I don't one. have that. that. It might be because that's CBS's, right? right? Peacock is for NBC, so CBS may be like, wait a second. We want to drive subscribers to our streaming service. Let's do Paramount Plus. Right. Now, could CBS take one of their, like, CBS games and move it to a paid Paramount Plus behind a firewall? Can they do that? I think anything is possible. Oh, God. Anything is possible. All right. How can it not Fridays? be? Yeah. Go ahead. I got nothing. Well, you said, how could it be? And then I said, football Fridays. Oh. Well. Well, let me go ahead with my football Fridays then. Yeah, go ahead. They're brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Today's going to be a heavy football day. It will be a lot of previewing the games this weekend. I'm so excited for these games. Even the games that I look at, I'm like, eh, I can't. Like, Buffalo-Pittsburgh, eh, still can't wait. Right? I mean, Tampa Bay and Philadelphia, eh. Still can't wait. Like these games, I I love I love football. I love playoff football. 
It's always it was always like bittersweet, especially. Like, I mean, it still is to this day because you I feel think, like because you feel the end is here. Yes, yeah. because mm-hmm. the end is near, of course. But yep. now we have these extra games, and this is where like I don't actually mind having the extra teams in the playoffs. And I mean, uh, otherwise you think it's watered down a little bit that it seems like more teams get the opportunity. It's not as exclusive as it used to be. But this is the fun part about it is we're what almost in the middle of January here, and we still technically haven't even kicked off the playoffs yet. Like when I was a kid. When you finished up like Christmas vacation, you went back to school right after the new year. The like the playoffs had already gone one round deep already. Like you were already like almost in the second round of the, the playoffs the when Giants you got back to school. The Giants won Super Bowl twenty one on January twenty fifth, nineteen eighty seven. Well, today's the day the Jets won Super Bowl three. Now right. I know that was eons ago, but think right, about but, that for a second. Right, right, right. The Jets won Super Bowl three today. Now it's a long time ago. It's only a matter of time until the the they add an eighteenth game and then you push the Super Bowl back a week and then it, it lands on uh, on President's weekend and then that Monday is a national holiday. We're, it's I inevitable. Mean, we're, we're, I mean, how far? We're, we're what? A year, two, three, five away from that? that? That's going to happen. At least. You get rid of a preseason game, you tack it on to the regular season and yep. voila, here we are. And, no, and nobody's going to complain about that. No, why would you? Well, let, let's be fair. February, and I don't even think this is debatable, by yeah. far the worst sports month of the year. You agree? I used to when I was younger, a thousand percent. But no, I, I let's see. Yeah, I, I mean, if you ha- if you have to pick a worst, here here's what it comes down to. You got no, it's, you got no baseball. Yeah, you got it's one it's football. The worst, game. but it's not as bad as it used to be. Growing up, let's put it that way. Okay, how so? Explain how. Well, because I've become way, 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 way more into, like, college hoops. Well, I love college hoops, too, but it's not the even the prime time for college hoops. Like, you would but, you, unequivocally March is the best month for college hoops. Oh, no doubt, but it's like it's still there for me, though. And I don't want to say that it was necessarily on, like, a religious basis years and years ago when I was younger. That's I've always I mean. loved college hoops. I just feel that even the month of February for college hoops, which is a good month, is not the best month. Basketball, no, of it's not. And NBA – it's not great. Hockey, not great. There's no baseball. There's one football game. I mean, if you wanted to come up with another month that's not great, I guess it would be a summer month, right? But at least the summer. It's summer. It's summer. So you're not feeling horrified that there is no, you know, football and, and basketball. I mean, there's a ton of baseball, but it becomes kind of the doldrums at that point. But at least it's summer and you're out and you're, it's, it's gorgeous out and it's sunny early. And I mean, there's a, there's a different kind of attitude and feel to life then. February, I think, is, is, a, is a brutal sports month. I would always really be down around, like, the NBA All-Star Weekend. Because remember, when, when NBA All-Star Weekend happens, the sport itself shuts down. So you don't even have, like, games every day, every night. The one that and used so to you, depress me yeah. was, was Major League Baseball All-Star Week. Because it would be, like, literally nothing going on on those days. But it is the summer, like you, right. like you said. You shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't have to rely on baseball day in and day out. You should go out, live your life, have. But there a was good no, time. there was nothing. Oh, there nothing. is no nothing. Yeah, nothing. Squat. Nothing. Um, let's get into a little bit of what we saw last night. Then, of course, we'll get into the games this weekend and yeah. the Belichick and Vrabel's available and uh, Pete Carroll's available. And the Jets and Giants are probably going to sit here and do absolutely nothing, which to me is somewhat mind-boggling, especially from the Jets' perspective. Um, I, I'll tell you what. I was really annoyed watching that Knicks game last night because they came out. I know Luca, and you think to yourself, you got to win this game. They got they got run out of the building, and then all of a sudden they didn't, and they actually cut it to a one point deficit. Had one of the most frustrating possessions defensively I've ever seen, where they couldn't get an offensive rebound, and then Dallas hits the three, and then for all intents and purposes, it's over. So two takes on the three takes on this awful performance last night. Phenomenal to play that poorly for the bulk of the game and then be down one and have a real chance to win it and then horrible final possession for Dallas in that game. It, it is funny. And, you know, Wally Serbiak last night because we were doing the game and, and one of his keys beforehand was, I think it was his first key as a matter of fact, was come out with a sense of urgency. And, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember what he said exactly, but take the game seriously. Like, don't look at Dallas and say they don't have Luka Doncic. They're missing some other guys, too, and think that it's just going to be a walk in the park. Obviously, it wasn't because Kyrie was still there, and he played a phenomenal game. Our old buddy Tim Hardaway Jr. comes off the bench to start last night. He ties a season high. They both hit six threes a pop. And as you said, that last sequence, you fight all the way back. You're feeling good about the team. Like, they showed some, some fight and some urgency. And then not one, not two, 
three offensive rebounds. So essentially four chances Dallas got, and then they hit that three. It was Josh Green or whatever, and that was the end of the basketball game. Yeah. You hate to lose like that. You you, you can't – I don't think you can be horrified because you played such good basketball and your schedule coming up is is pretty attractive. But to go up against Dallas and for them to have clearly their best player and to come out like that – and again, it's a one-off. It doesn't drive me insane, but it's frustrating because you, you felt so good about this team. I think you still feel good about them. But that loss was, I don't know, that loss was upsetting last night for me. It's the NBA, right? I mean, like, I get it. I get it. Uh, you know, on odd times, you know, and I was starting to get like flashbacks to last year. I thought it was going to be like a reversal of fortune. Remember when the Knicks uh, went that to Dallas? That was the worst loss year. I've ever seen in my life last year. Yeah. You blew a nine point lead with 33 seconds left in regulation. I thought the same thing was happening last night. The Knicks were down, what, 20 with like eight minutes left in that game last and night? Cut it to one. Cut it to one. And if you and God forbid you could actually grab a rebound, would have a chance to take the lead in the game. I think, though, and, and this is what you hope the result is, that tomorrow when they go to Memphis, last night is maybe a little bit of a lesson for them because now you're going to go to Memphis without John Morant, and yeah. they could have fallen into the same trap again. It's like, oh, we'll beat the Grizzlies. They don't have their best player. They've only won, what is it, three games at home all season long. Well, now you stubbed your toe last night. You can't play with fire. Hopefully that serves them well tomorrow. I, I hope so. I hope so. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You got football picks. I'm losing the football picks. So I'm going to need your mojo to help me get back into into good into good standing. I had a, a fantastic finish to the season, though the old week eighteen. And week eighteen is difficult because well, of course, like you never half the know. games are, are meaningless. Yeah. So I went I took the approach of I'm gonna pick three games that actually mean something, so it's a little bit easier on the picker himself, and I went three and zero. Yeah, I went on three last week. No, oh, you see you can't do that. Well no, you you can't. The, the, uh, so I lost on uh on that jack wagon from Indianapolis drop in the pass. Oh good Goodson. Took the, took the Colts to win that game, they lost it. Um, what else did I take? Oh, I took New England because I <laughs> thought the Jets would never, never, ever beat the Patriots. What's the matter? You didn't think that 16th time was the charm? I, I did not. And then I forget what else I took, and I, I lost that as well. Oh, I took the Jaguars, who laid a, an enormous egg last week. Thought you know what could... the thing about the Jaguars? Like, you'd probably agree with this. Like, they stink. Well, the, the funny, and I actually, you know, thought that they were in good hands in, with, with Doug Peter. Well, certainly in better hands than they were with, than his predecessor, Urban Meyer, but... When you see the Jaguars have the type of an end to their season that they had this year, and you're like, how did that happen? You then are also reminded of the fact that Doug Peterson has a Super Bowl championship with Nick Foles as his quarterback uh, over Brady and Belichick. Don't, don't start. Uh, that, that t- Do you understand how much that changed my life and for, for the negative? I, really? Oh, I 
detest. You have no like. I'd I'd wake up in the morning sometimes, and be like, Eagles have no titles. They have never won a Super Bowl. What a world to live in. I don't have that world anymore. That world has been squashed for me. Yeah, no, it's awful. Well, at least you got to be enjoying what's happening this year, then. I, I am, but I, I still know they always like because when it's the Giants and things, it's like all right, another season like this for the Giants. I look back and reminisce on Super Bowl twenty one, Super Bowl twenty five, Super Bowl forty two, Super Bowl forty six. Eagles never had that. They never had that wake up in the morning. Things are bad with your team. I can't look back and say Super Bowl whatever because we never won one. Now they have. They do have that one. But you and know what, you guys, me. you could you could always rationalize it by saying, well, you know what, we beat the Patriots in two Super Bowls, and then the Eagles have to go and copy the Giants. You could use that approach if, if, if it makes if you, you feel better. If you said to me right now, yeah. you give up your entire 401k, mm-hmm. and we go back in time, flux capacitor, the whole thing, Malcolm Butler plays, Eagles lose that game, I would do it. Really? The yep. 401k, gone. Gone. So this is like really troubling you. No, like it's it's, it's eating it, away at you. Uh, it 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 horrifies me because and it, and it also and it also makes no sense. It makes no like this guy who no. st- who stunk as a quarterback, right? Stunk as a quarterback comes in, goes on this run that you've never seen before, and since that moment has stunk stunk since. It makes no sense. He's not even in football. And think about those two gentlemen, the coach and the quarterback, are, no, are now immortalized in bronze Ugh. forever. That shows you what losers they are, right? Giants win four when we're not you know, launching statues around the well, city. Well, because you have two teams playing at that stadium. That's yeah, but why. so what? There's not going to be like, oh, kids, let's go to this side where they have giant statues and then the other side where they have a jet statue. It doesn't work that way. All right. Well, maybe the Jets can start to build a statue, Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron Rodgers stat- statue. But do statues do anything for you? Like, I mean, now the Mets finally got one outside City yeah. Field of Tom Seaver. The I mean, it's nice. It's gorgeous. You, you, right, it's fantastic. But you go to and see it once, but after that, you're like, okay, that's good. Like, well, yeah, you don't need to go times, see it all the time, but you walk, you walk by, or you're with a kid, or you're, oh, look, the Tom Seaver, and then you have a moment But I don't Tom go Seaver. out of my way to walk past it now. Like, if I'm walking around the outside of the stadium, it's like, oh, hey, kids, let's go see the statue. Don't, I, I would love, and RJ, I don't know if this is something that's being thought of at some point mm-hmm. if we ever move studios, erecting a statue of me. You think there's any chance that that happens? You know, I've actually been in a couple of very secretive email meetings, uh, uh, meetings and email chains. Mm-hmm. It's being discussed. Uh, would it be like, uh, would they hire a sculptor? Yeah, a sculptor. Like a beautiful bronze statue of me? Yeah, just to, it's, it's actually going to be to commemorate your, both your greatness at the station and your fantasy football championship, yeah. No, yeah. it would be like an abstract and it would be made out of twigs. What type That's, of pose would they have him in? The thinker. The thinker. I, yeah, I think I'd be like, you know, you know, chin over over a closed fist, like really, really thinking. And then, bosom, and then it could bosom, be like, bosom. this is the strategy that he uses when he dominates fantasy football against these slappies. Could something like that. Wow. You refer yeah. to them as slappies. Well, James Conner. Boom, boom, boom. It's yeah. almost like a takeoff on the statue of David. Michael he looked Angelo's like a slappy, David. didn't he? Could be like that. Like me, you see my, my the, all, all I have to offer. Yes. All the great quotes surrounding the statue. I was born here. Stop. I was breastfed here. (laughs) (laughs) Drop your pants and hammer them, Ray. So a statue erection is what you want, is what you're saying. I'd be like a sexual camel. I think so. Who says no? That'd be my question. I think mostly everyone. Just about everyone. uh, uh, At what point on the management chain does it, is like, no. Well, the, the problem g- is, is once you do that, like RJ, once they do that statue, then everybody else is going to be like, well, I want a statue, too. And then they're going to have to have space in the budget to make like 18 statues. You yeah, but, but, but they'd have to fill the Dave, the Dave Rothenberg requirements. Who's on his level? Yeah, right. But nobody had any idea that Magic was going to die. Yeah. Did you ever hear that when I announced on national radio sitting in for Stephen A. Smith and Magic Johnson died? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all right. I've heard some doozies along uh, along the way. I announced on national radio that Magic Johnson died, Dan. Now, let me ask you a question. How did that whole thing transpire? Like, did you get like a tip? Was there like, did did somebody whisper in your ear? Hey, Magic's not doing too well. He just got his ninth billion. And RJ knows this. I cannot host a show. I just can't Mm -hmm. do it. Maybe you can. You probably can. You're more talented than I am. I cannot host a show. So why don't I have a statue then? Well, maybe you should. I'm going to wreck yours right up next to mine. When the the producer's talking in my ear, oh, I agree. I can't. I, I can't. I, I, absolutely not. So I'm. So it's a it's a solo show. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it obviously by myself, and I'm in the midst of talking about Magic Johnson, 
Mm-hmm. And I think he was he just left. The, the 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 context was he just left the Lakers. Remember when Oh, that he, was like, the I'm not gonna be here next year one. Like he the, left that's like exactly he, it, yes. Like middle yeah. of the season, just left. And yeah. we were reacting off of that. Now I'm filling in for Stephen A. Smith, national radio. Sure. I don't it was on TV, I forget one to three, like it's a big deal. I did and those was, shows a lot too, yeah. And yeah, and and just know. a wild scene, just just unbelievable. Now he says he believes that other people knew. Because it came out last night, Magic said nobody had any idea that Magic was going to die. <laughs> right. So I'm in that the does, midst of. By the way, that sounds nothing like you. And that was only like what five, six years ago. Yeah, like that maybe, sounds nothing like maybe you. Maybe so. But Nuno, as I'm in the middle of doing this, Nuno pops a mirror and he says, "So like forty seconds till break, or you, you got to get ready for this, or you know, guy on on hold, or going." I don't remember what it was, but he jumps in, and you can you if you listen to it again, you hear why I completely lose my train you of do thought. The stutter. Play play it. Just a wild again. scene. Just just unbelievable. Now he says he believes that other people knew because it came out last night. Magic said nobody had any idea. That magic was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so you you passed tensed him already. Yeah. I killed Magic Johnson as well. You talked about magic as somebody who was part of recorded history, like yeah. not still a thing. That's right. So could you imagine now immediately right after? I'm sure we don't have that audio. I was like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. You know, uh, this is what happened. But could you imagine? I think he went to commercial break first. That like I went to break and came back and and said magic. Died? <laughs> yeah, obviously magic's not dead oh, or something to that extent. Well, do we have? Do you have a video component to that? I'd love to see like the expression because, like you said, it was simulcast those right. shows. So like, I, there should be I video proof of that. I want, I'm sure it exists. I I don't. There'd have to be some real research and digging to be done. But no, I, I yeah, it's one of my great uh, horrifying moments in my professional career. But that sounded very professional, like you sold it. So, like, let's say, I mean, yeah, let's can you say, imagine being in the car and you're like, so, sweetie, what do you want to get for lunch? It's like, magic died. Magic died! And then people had to live with well, that. No, for you like, didn't say he died. You said he is it's essentially implied he's no longer with us. Like, it could have happened three years prior to that broadcast. <laughs> yeah, but but the assumption would have to be that he's he's dead and you knew Look, that he was alive yesterday. So magic had just died. If you would have done that show in, let's say, 1990, like not long after the news broke or whenever it was, like I think that I think probably... The news broke in 91. Oh, was it 91? I think so. Okay, see that? I was giving, giving him a, a couple extra years there. Um, I don't think you would have been too far off because that it was thought to be a death sentence back then. That's right. why it was all shocking news. Yeah, it's God bless him. Moment. All right, let's, let's get to some of these calls because they're all lined up and it would be rude of us not to get to. By the way, Superbox Bonanza, SBBV is what we call it, Superbox Bonanza. The fifth time this thing is happening. We have not one, but two separate giveaways on the show today. So it doesn't get better than Fanatics this, gift card, maybe? Fanatics gift card, the big screen TVs involved, MetaQuest. We got, we got, we got stuff. We got <laughs> stuff. Let's go to Alan Holbrook. Al, good morning. Lead us off. You're on 98.7 ESPN. All right. Good morning, guys. Uh, really quick, I just want to say good morning to uh, Dan. Listen, I'm a big-time Jet fan, and listening to you and watching the game is very, very, very pleasurable. Thank you, Al. I'm sorry I couldn't get you more wins this year. Oh, gosh, I know. Trust me. This has been a tough season of all the tough seasons, one of the tougher ones. But really quickly, I know you guys are pressed for time. Um, the Knicks, huge Knicks fan, and the five-game win streak was, was welcomed. But I don't want that five-game win streak to make us feel like this is the team we should go and to battle with. It's a great – it's a really, really – potentially a really, really good team – but am I thinking, look, Fournier's expiring contract, a couple of first-round picks, go get DeJounte Murray. What that does is you put him in a starting lineup, that solidifies that defense, and then you put Dante on the bench, which, which in, uh, for, the, for, the, for the better part is quickly 2.0 coming off the bench. So then you, you kill two birds with one stone. You solidify your bench, and you solidify your starting lineup. OG and, and DeJounte Murray on defense. And a starting lineup to me sounds serious. Al, I don't uh, think you I'll have any any reason for concern that the Knicks are done. I, I would not even entertain no that as a possibility. The, the thing about it, guys, is that I'm on a, a face uh, a Facebook uh, Knicks group. And I'm talking about like 30,000 30, 30, uh, people in this group. So we talk Knicks all day, every day, 3 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter. And so many Knicks fans are saying, uh, oh, this, this is the team. Let's stand pat. Let's wait for the offseason. I'm like, bro, this, this team potentially could make a real run with one more player. Like, you know, and it's, it's, 
Oh God! So well, he, first of all, I don't know why. I don't know, honestly. Yeah, thanks for the call. I don't know why he's so frustrated. Like, like why? Why is he so upset and angry? It's a good team. You trust Leon Rose now. You trust the coach. It's all functioning. I don't know why you would have this. Oh, this is so frustrating. Like they've done nothing to show you that you shouldn't have confidence in them. So I will say this, Dan: if it's but before February eighth with the trade deadline, or if it comes in the off season, or whatever it happens to be, just be patient. I clearly think they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, it's a question of when, not if, they make another move. Like, that's they, right. I mean, that, that Toronto trade was the precursor to something bigger. Like you said, it's, is it going to happen before February? Is it going to happen in the offseason? Whatever. Something else is going to take place. But to your point, they had the longest active win streak in the NBA before last night's game. So it's not like this was a team just like middling about. And so much so, I mean, there was talk in some circles, Dave, before the game last night that maybe we need to reevaluate or adjust like the Knicks ceiling this year. Remember, they were only like a game and a half back of Philadelphia for the right. third spot, and they just kicked Philadelphia's pants on Friday night in their building. You're thinking, well, why can't the Knicks be a top three team in the East? And then they go out there and don't play defense last night. They lose by a couple of points at Dallas. Right. So, listen, I don't think anybody's pleased with the loss, and I think what's even more frustrating is the, the effort for a good portion of the game didn't seem to be there. But you, you, you lose the game against Dallas, okay, fine. That's at Memphis. It's a game you need to win. Then you're home to Orlando, which is a big game. Home to Houston. Home to Washington, who stinks. Home to Toronto. At Brooklyn, which is almost like a home game anyway. Home to Denver, which is a rough game. Home to Miami. At Charlotte, very winnable. And then you, you close that January with a game home against Utah. There's no reason the Knicks shouldn't have a good stretch for the rest of the month. Yeah, think about the schedule. You just outlined it, right? I mean, like, they had a brutal first three months. You know, they've played, I think, more road games than any team in the NBA. So it has to even out now, and it will. They're going to start to get these home games. The opponents are not going to be as tough as we saw the first three months of the season. Right, should but be like able that, to stack that Orlando wins. game is going to be a big game. Like, there will be some games ensconced in there that are going to be very big basketball. You're starting games. to see Orlando's true colors a little bit. Like, they're not as good as the team that we saw, let's say, early in the season when they jumped out of the gates and they were, like, you know, top two, three in the Eastern Conference. But it's a good team. Now, what Al said, by the way, like he brought up DeJounte Murray, is like, DeJounte Murray's a good player, and Atlanta's going to have a fire sale soon, but... That ain't like the move to where no. you say, "All right, now we got ourselves a championship." Let's go to battle. We got Dejounte Murray. No, 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 no. no. Uh, at some point, you have to figure they're waiting and saving and hoping to get the star. And yeah. I don't know who the star is, but that's got to be the end game for Leon Rose. Amen. And 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 you'll know it when you see it. It it will not. And I like Dejounte Murray, and he would add a lot to this team, and he would add depth to this team, and all those things are true. And he'd make you a better basketball team. You're, are you better than Milwaukee? Are you better than Boston if you had DeJounte Murray? My answer to that is no. But isn't that also then bringing in another guy onto this team that needs the ball in his hands in, in, into it that sure starting is. lineup? Right? It sure is. So it's almost like addition by, you know, the, the, it's like just compounding matters with your roster construction like you thought you had when you still had R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly on the squad. 100%. 100%. All right, we, well, let's close the Knicks book for now because it is a football Friday. And we it's so obvious, and it's also so obvious to me that they're not going to do it, and that's what makes it so frustrating, mm-hmm. and that is the Jets. Now, Brian Dable, you keep him. I, I would really, like, if, if, if you found out through back channels or you or, or John Maris spoke with um, Bill Belichick and he said, yeah, you know what, I, I would come take this job. Would I move on from Brian Dable? I would. I like what they're building. I think that Dable's a good coach. I think he's a really bright offensive mind, but it's Bill Belichick, and so once in the, it's your last chance to ever have a chance of getting him. So I'm not opposed to doing that if I'm the Giants. I don't think it's clear and cut. What's, and I know you work for the Jets, and I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable spot by any, any stretch. How in the world, with Mike Vrabel and Pete mm-hmm. Carroll and mm-hmm. potentially Jim Harbaugh and mm-hmm. – you know, I, I know he wouldn't go to the Jets. Bill Belichick, are you going to sit here and tell me that Robert Sala should continue to be the head coach of the Jets? It will never make sense to me. I understand that Aaron Rodgers would like this. If, if, I, if I give him Mike Vrabel, now Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, I don't want any part of that. It's absurd. And the fact that it's not even being discussed is unbelievable to me that the Jets have doubled down on a head coach who has shown that maybe he is going to be a good head coach. He's not shown he's a good ho- head coach up until this point. The reason that the change isn't going to be made, it's not because of like, oh, this affinity for the current head coach in place. It's you bring in another head coach, especially one with some clout, like a lot of the names that you just mentioned. And what is any good head coach going to insist upon? His own staff. Amen. Which then means that certain coaches will then be booted out of the building, which would then upset said quarterback. 
Okay, said quarterback is going to be almost 41 when next That's season right. starts. Mm-hmm. Said, said quarterback is a surefire Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Said, said quarterback should be able to exist with any smart offensive-minded <laughs> coach. You're telling me that you're going to not make this ch- change because Aaron Rodgers happens to love Nathaniel Hackett? I'm not telling you that. They're telling you that. Isn't that a problem? Well, until we start to see some results, yeah, I would say so. I mean, look, the numbers are what the numbers are. I mean, think about this. Most coaches that have the output that Robert Salas had the first three years of his career don't get a fourth year, Dave. This isn't what's, just what's in this city. I'm talking in 18 and 33, I want to say, off the top of my head. Right. Well, that would add to 51, so that would make okay. sense in those three 18 seasons. and 33, and oh, by the way, one of those 18 wins... He wasn't even in the stadium. Ron Middleton coached the game against the Jaguars in 21 when, when Salah was sick. So if you really want to get down to the nitty-gritty, it's 17-33. and 33. There was a guy who was just fired in Atlanta who won four more games than Robert Sala did, and he was shown the door by the Atlanta Falcons, who beat Robert Sala twice head-to-head when they played on two different continents, neither as an actual home team. When the Falcons beat them in London and then at the Meadowlands this year. So everything you're saying is justified, but that's why 2024 is essentially put up or shut up for the New York Jets. For yeah, but he, here, here in the lies building. the problem. And herein yeah. lies the problem. Is Belichick, in, and I know Belichick wouldn't come here. Well, yeah. do- By the way, real quick, because you brought that up. We had calls about that last night on the show. Come on, guys. No, he, I mean, no, you want to throw out these I, other I, games. There's no way in hell. If they even called Belichick, he wouldn't even take the call. And I'm not saying that. But my point is this. Will you, will you ever mm-hmm. have a crop of head coaches that match this one ever oh, again rare. in the history of football? Not the it's Jets. rare. Not because they're coming, they're coming from the NFL. They're coming from college. I mean, you have a well-rounded group here. A thousand percent. I mean, Mike Vrabel is... I, I I don't know why there are not more teams just lining. I think Superb he's a phenomenal coach. head coach. Superb coach. And, and not only is he a phenomenal head coach, he gets as much out of that of whatever team he's coaching more than any coach I've seen. Like, he milks every ounce of juice out of that thing. The problem is, is that you have now, obviously, the rules that you have to abide by if you are hiring a coach. And, you know, you have to go through all the hoops and interview certain people and make sure you check all the boxes. And I think that that right now is what's probably holding up a lot of these coaching hires, whether it's with Brable or anybody else that these teams maybe have their eyes on. God, Carol. Because a lot of the, Brable, a lot of, remember, there's a lot of candidates right Harbaugh. now who are still coaching in the playoffs. Right. Sure there are. Dan Quinn's going to be another, you know. He's going to go to Seattle, but they're going to have yep. to, you know, I, I get it. It's just, it's, it's amazing to me. Now, it's ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5, SBBV, like we like to call it, and we're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes including Big Screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and so much more. Get your box for the big game by listening to our show, Barton Hahn from noon to 3, and the K Show from 3 to 6.30 for a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, 1000 bucks at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Gerard Mayo will become the NFL's youngest head coach, taking over that title from Sean McVay. He will be the Patriots' new head coach. Did we not just say that in the last segment? We sure did. So it's not going to be Vrabel, obviously. It's not, it's not going to be Vrabel. It will be Gerard Mayo. That was their su- succession plan the entire time, and that's now done. Now, does that – see, they keep it in the family. Right. You know, he is, quote-unquote, on the Belichick tree, played for Belichick. He was hired by Belichick, groomed, if you will, by Belichick. Does that always prove to be the best plan? Oh, no, it doesn't always prove to be the best plan, but they identified something in him a couple of years back and – Kind of made him the heir apparent. This was fully the understanding. Then I think things got a little murky recently when there was some leaks out of there about maybe there's some that don't love him. But, yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised. I don't think you'd be surprised at all by this. And, and now what it does is if you're another team around, you say, no, Mike Vrabel's very much in play. Well, the, the point is, it's like, do you want to just like, when do you exercise that clean break? 
if you're the Patriots. Like, okay, it's been Belichick for almost 25 years. Like, you still want to continue on with those same type of themes? Well, like, he, I don't know. I don't know how much he's branded in the Belichick mold. That's my point. But if you if you like him, like you're going to punish him and yourself because he happens to be a disciple of Bill Belichick. Just win games. That's I mean, if he turns to. out to be great, I mean, you know, if he's great and they draft the quarterback and he develops him and things move along well, it'll be genius. And well, if guess the, what? What Patriots? Gerard Mayo is going to have to be really, really bad to be any worse than the Patriots were last year. There's only well, one direction to go, and that's up. Well, you, you, you have to imagine they're going to have a new young quarterback, right? Absolutely. Okay, so now you're going to institute, there's going to be some growing pain. So there's not going to be this tremendous pressure on Gerard Mayo to succeed right away, which I think is kind of a blessing for him, right? Like, you can go out there and win five games. As long as people are excited by the quarterback, then you're heading in the right direction. It's going to be odd, isn't it? Like, I mean, not just Gerard Mayo, but just like anybody who was going to be the new coach of the Patriots, like not to see Belichick on those sidelines for the first time in, you know, a quarter century. It's going to be weird next year, man. Oh, it's going to be totally bizarre. And think of what they've they've gone Parcells, Carroll, Belichick, yeah. right? They've had three unbelievable coaches in All a row over the last 30 years. Not as long as the Steelers with their three coaches, but still three Hall of Fame coaches in... Three decades. It's crazy. I, I think you could argue you'll never see anything like the Steelers again. In terms of like 60 years and only having three I mean, coaches? I mean, Noel took over in what? Was it 69? Yeah. So you're talking about 60 years and three coaches. And if they choose to, you could get 75 years out of three coaches. Yeah, because Tomlin is still a relative. As a young man. man. At least in the coaching ranks. 100%. And and there's something to be said about that. There really and truly is. And and who's next in line as far as like the longest tenure? It's Tomlin. It's John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is going on 16 years already with the I Ravens. think I think, think Andy Reid then gets involved, right? Has and then Andy with... Reid. Yeah. So those are the three. You know, there's this prevailing thought that you know Bill Walsh, you know, had a, had a saying to where he never felt that, or he felt that a coach should never stay in one place any more than 10 years. And look, Bill Belichick. I mean, Bill Parcells essentially practiced that during his tenure. Right. He wasn't even the Giants coach for 10 years. No, he was what? He was 82 to, to, to right after the Super Bowl in 90, yeah. And then he was only with the Patriots for three years. He was with the um, – he was. But I, I don't, I don't feel – I feel like he just – he lost his will with those teams. And neat, like he did it because he couldn't handle staying at, in any one place for that long. Well, remember, he had the fallout with Kraft in New England because he left after going to the Super Bowl. So he had a, a win, ready to win team, but he and Kraft didn't get along. Because and then wasn't he right on the verge of going, at, winding up with Tampa Bay? Or am I well, making that, that up? Well, that was before New England, the right. Culver House thing. And, right, and, and they tried to wine and dine him down there. Correct. And then, you know, the Jets for three years, obviously, and then he thought that was it, he was done, and then he takes a couple of years off and said, hey, I want to coach the Cowboys, and he goes to Dallas for four years, and Tony Romo can't get the snap down, and that was the end of his coaching career. That was so good, too. Oh, one of my favorite you like memories. That. You're a big fan of that. That team, by the way, if, if, if they executed that freaking kick, that team might have gone to the Super Bowl in 2006. They might have. They might have. But listen, Tony Romo in the big spot was not what you were looking for. Can I hear about this function, by the way, next weekend? Can we take a call and do it in the next segment? Or you need to hear about it right now? Yeah, I mean, you, you teased it enough. You, you, you well, I mean, I didn't realize Gerard Mayo was going to get named as the uh, All right, as we the talked Patriots about it. coach. That's it. Great. This isn't Boston. That, that, wonderful. Wish him luck. Except no, against you, the Jets. You, you know what? I want to get to Ernie, and then when we return after the commercial oh, break, I'll give you me. all you're looking for. It's a, it's a good – I think you'll appreciate it. I think you'll respect it. I think you might be on my side. All right, then, if, with all this buildup, I want a big explanation, so let's get Ernie because we need more time for this story. Go all right, Ernie in the Bronx. Hi, Ernie. What's up, fellas? Um, everybody's talking about the possibility of, you know, Bill Belichick possibly going to the Jets or a team that has a coach. And they were talking about a team that could possibly be in the playoffs that could lose a coach. Right. If McDermott loses to the Chiefs in the second round, why wouldn't Bill Belichick be a good candidate for the Bills' head coaching job? Because they wouldn't fire McDermott if he wins a playoff game and loses in the second round. How about, how about, if, he, how about if he loses on, uh, on Sunday? I think you'd have to take the conditions into consideration. Like, if, it's, if, it's a, if there are conditions like the Jets and Patriots played in last week, I mean, is that really a fair fight to evaluate a team, a coach, or a player, or anything? Prob- probably not, but, and, and thanks to the caller, Ernie, but if, if, 
Man, oh man. I mean, if I can give you Bill Belichick with that quarterback and Josh McDaniels as that offensive coordinator, think of what they could do. Bill might want to do it because it's in the division, you know. Um, I don't think there's, know, a, there's, there's not a hatred or animosity towards Buffalo for him. Well, is there a hatred or animosity towards the Patriots? Does he want to stick it to Kraft, maybe? I wonder about that. Could you imagine if you're a Jets fan? I mean, you're, a Jets, you're oh, like, Whew. all right, we moved on from this guy, and he winds up in Buffalo next season <laughs> with, with Josh Allen. <laughs> I, what, what would you even do? Just get You just give up at that point, right? Well, like I said, I, wherever he goes, I, he's going to go someplace where he already has a developed quarterback. He's not going someplace with a rookie because at his age, he's not going to want to go through the process right. of dealing with the hurdles and the speed bumps. Of well, and how many, I youngster. mean, be, being factual, like how many years is he going to coach for? He's 72 years old. I say three the most. The three, most. All right, so, so three. So you can't go develop a quarterback. Exactly. Right. So that's why, like, all this Atlanta garbage, like, stop. So then is it the only space? The only space, the Chargers for him? Well, how about, is it crazy to say, I mean, who's to say that he's getting right back on the sidelines? He could do TV for a year. He'd be fantastic at that. He'd be fantastic, but, but then he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna return at 73? Well, he could recharge the batteries for not playing, uh, not coaching for yeah, a year. Yeah, if they, if they, in fact, need to be recharged, right? Perhaps. I'll tell you this, though. Back to the conditions for that game. I mean, you watched some of Jets-Patriots, even though it meant nothing. You watched some of the game, right? I watched the whole game. Okay, you watched the whole game. That was it, – it, it, even though it was a meaningless game, it was tough to watch. Like, from a TV standpoint, like, it, you couldn't see right. the, the yard markers. So my point is, yes, it's great to watch those weather games, but that game meant nothing. Now this is a playoff game. I, I hope to a certain degree it's a little bit more pleasurable for the viewer. Like, Fox didn't do a great job on Sunday putting the superimposed graphics on the screen, like with the yards and the numbers and this. And they, whoever, what game is that? Uh, is that, who's doing that game? Uh, the, the Bills. Is that NBC, uh, CBS? I have no Sunday? Because NBC has it's the, the, it's Saturday the early, It's the early game Sunday. So it's CBS. Yes. C- CBS, you know, I, I trust and hope that CBS will do a better job with that stuff, with the graphics. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. RJ, please give us the updated standings. Thank you. Oh, I certainly will. Just Rick is on the line, by the way. You'll never guess it. The, de- the dedication of this man to call into this show. Well, he's listened to the entire show. He'll tell you where he's calling from right now. Is he calling from the bench? I can't tell you, but he will in just a moment. Uh, In first place, running away with things is uh, Raymond, 32, 21, and 1. Behind him is the aforementioned coach, Richard DiPietro, 30, 23, and 1. That's good. Dave, that's you and me, buddy. I'm 26, 25, and 3. You are 24 and 30. I got some work to do. Let's bring him in. The D in the DNR, Rick DiPietro. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Uh, Good morning, David. How you doing? Where are you calling from exactly? Oh, I'm live from the bench, buddy. Live. <laughs> I'm right now. Live from the bench. Work with the D. Is the is the game underway we gotta, as we speak right now? We are three minutes left in the first. We got a three nothing lead. Oh, so you guys have this well in hand, and you can make that call right no, now. No, don't say that. This Not game's going, over. Is Milo in oh. net? Milo is in net. Yeah. Oh, please! This is salted away. Don't this do that. Don't do that. Anywhere. Don't be a bad guy, because I'm going to tell him you said that. If God forbid something happens, it's your fault. I'll tell you what. If, if they lose this game, I'll give them $100. Okay, good. Done. Deal. All right. There you go. They're not losing this game. Not with that kid in between the pipes. All right. So you got to go. Let's rush through this. Um, you control the board. You went 3-0 and last week. All right, I go ahead. All right. I heard some of the show, and I wasn't listening to the entire show, Dan, you savage animal. I listened to what I could while I was driving to the actual game. I want to keep it fair. I don't want any funny business, so this is what I'm going to have happen. RJ is currently two games ahead of David Rothenberg. Right. So in fairness to Dave, I will have RJ go first. Wow. I'm surprised, and I actually have tremendous respect that this is the avenue you're going in. And I have the picks, by the way. I have the RJ picks. Just in case that wasn't the order, I I texted my picks to Dan. You guys are – I have tremendous respect for all of you right now, and I'm being sincere when I say that. Go ahead. All righty. Away we go. I tipped my hand a little bit. Dave and I have a little – a little back alley fantasy postseason league going, and I tipped my hand last night. 
The Cleveland Browns love him in this matchup. I like Marcus Stroud a lot, but how do you feel about CJ? Uh, CJ Stroud. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> Marcus Stroud, not the right player. No, I, I like CJ. However, rookie coach, rookie quarterback, a lot of pressure at home. I know Cleveland's defense not the same on the road, but I will take the Browns uh, minus the two. Steve Flacco, very good, <laughs> loves him. Marcus Stroud. Marcus Stroud was a player, to be fair. Uh-huh. Next, David, we go to the land of minus a million degrees. <laughs> Can't believe they're doing this. That is Kansas City. Wow. I saw these Dolphins last week, and and it sounds like Mostert and Waddle are both going to play, but I don't care. I know Kansas City's look broken, but minus four and a half, you cannot simulate cold, boys. Give me Kansas City minus four and a half. And finally, this seems a little too trendy, but I can't get away from it. Oh, no. This is my game, too. This seems a little too trendy, a little too chalky. I can't get away from the Rams. It seems like the Rams and Niners are destined to play next weekend. It's not what I want, but it's what I think will happen. Detroit, you won your division for the first time in three decades. Congratulations, but it ends here. Rams are getting three. I think they went outright. Give me L.A. Wow. Nice. Wow. Like it. Wow is right. Like it a lot. Like uh, a large. Right. Rick, where are we going? All right. Uh, all set. I mean, unbelievable analysis. Marcus Stroud, I can't wait to see his first playoff game. Let's go with uh <laughs> let's go with the current leader. Let's go with uh one Raymond Andres Santiago. Ah, you remembered. I'm proud of you. Uh, you let us know if there's a goal scored, by the way, during these picks, please. You'll probably yeah, you'll probably nothing. hear you'll probably it's hear four nothing? Whoa. I told you. I, I stand corrected. I thought we would hear when that goal was scored. I didn't hear the horn. Well, it's because I'm outside. I'm not. I'm not on the bench. I'm not oh, on. I'm behind no. it. Now oh, I'm I want to get on, on the bench. bench. I need you to get back on the bench. Screaming at the get Billy yeah, back it, check. It, what's up, Dave? What's up, buddy? That was nice. You said what's up, buddy? Yeah. Uh oh. All right, I'm back off the bench. All right, let's go. Make your picks. Make your picks, Raymond. All right, well, RJ and I are in agreement. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, I defense is too good. Yeah, it may not travel as well, but it could. It will do well enough against CJ, not Marcus Stroud. It's basically a pick em, so I'll take the Browns minus two. Uh, we'll go to the land of negative 30 or whatever the hell it is. Uh, I can't believe they're playing football in that, but, yeah, the Dolphins, yeah, not not looking good. Give me KC minus four and a half, and this is one I've been tipping the entire time. I feel good about the matchup with my Cowboys this week. Green Bay may be able to put some points on the board. Aaron Jones may get some touchdowns. Jordan Love may get some, get some TDs himself, but here's the thing. I don't know how Green Bay's defense is going to stop Dallas. That, give me Dallas minus seven. Wow. He goes chalk all around the games. All right, Rick, next up. All right, David, I'd love to hear your pick, sir. So here's my conundrum now. I'm going to be a gentleman as well because you guys were so honest and, and open with me. I actually have two of the same games as RJ. I could change them, but I'm not going to. So I'm going to jump on your guys' bandwagon. Uh, the, the, Cleveland's just too good. Uh, Flacco's playing at a very high level. I, I love Marcus Stroud. I think he's a very good quarterback, but you know, he doesn't have all of his weapons in this game. We don't know if Robert Woods is going to play. Um, Noah Brown may not play. And I think that Cleveland's defense is good enough. They can really slow down Nico Collins and won't fall for the same kind of bag of tricks that Indianapolis did last week. Cleveland's tough. They're physical. They're well-coached. I think they win this game uh, certainly by more than two points. And here's the game I'm going to desperately need. It's, it's an early game on Sunday. It's a CBS vehicle, and I've been reading up about the weather conditions in Buffalo. They sound horrendous. Horrendous, which leads me to really move in the direction of the Pittsburgh Steelers getting a full 10 points. I think Buffalo wins, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw, I know this is a weird thing to say, maybe a little letdown from Buffalo. I know it's the playoffs, and to think that is just kind of bizarre, but, I mean, they've been playing playoff football every week. They had the huge win. I think they assume they're going to win this game. I think they do win this game, but in that weather, in those conditions, you know, that kind of wind, I think that really evens the playing field a lot, and Pittsburgh won't be intimidated, and Pittsburgh will try to run the football, and they might be able to. So I think Buffalo wins, but I'll take the 10 points of Pittsburgh. And my third and final, and I, I'm doing it again, and I hate it, but I have to. I like the Rams. I think they're gonna. I I, I think they're gonna win the game outright. Win wow. this game. Yeah, I think that. I, I mean, quarterback. Who's the better quarterback? I, I like golf. Stafford's better. Head coach. Who's the better head coach? I like Campbell. McVay's better. I'll take the Rams. They have too many weapons offensively. Too many. And Laporta injury puts it over the top for me. I'll take the Rams plus the three. 
Wow, so good, David. Such great analysis. Thank God, you. Good. Thank you. That's why I'm thir- uh, 24 and 30 league, on the year. Around the league today? Eh, not, not so good. Well, right, I think Dan, Dan tried to hijack around the league. Well, it was around the league. It was, you know, we had college bound. It was all over the place. Yeah. It was around the world. Then he almost swore on the radio. It's animal. All right, I'll make this quick in the second. Swore on the radio. Uh, you should hear what he said. You, you didn't. You didn't hear what he said. It got dropped. It was wild. No, he didn't. He said something got dropped. Yeah, dropped. You'd, you'd actually appreciate it, Rick. We'll tell you. We'll tell you when we speak oh, to you next time. We can't. We can't say it on the air. Certainly not. You would. Sorry. I'll tell you how bad it was. You wouldn't have said it on the air. Yeah, you would have blushed. Oh, that is, that is <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'll make this quick. All right, I am going to take Kansas City. I'm going to take Cleveland, and I am going to take the Dallas Cowboys. So you are taking the exact same games as Raymond. Wow, lockstep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mean to, but I mean, I, the game I was going to mess around with was Detroit and in, uh, in the Rams. They were also on you. the list. At this time of year, you go, who's the better quarterback? Who's the better coach? And right now, I would say the better quarterback is Stafford, and, I'm probably, and the better coach is McVay. Can I ask you a quick question? I know you want to run, and we want to let you go and get back to the game. Do you, are you opposed to my Steelers plus 10 pick? No. No, okay, that game could be in Cleveland. I'm surprised you didn't know that. That game could be in Cleveland, which could change, which I would, have, would, would be the only thing that made me nervous is if all of a sudden it went to Cleveland and weather wasn't an issue. Right. But, I mean, if they, it would be weird if they moved it to Cleveland. And it would be – it would. I, I think the game stays in Buffalo. I'd be shocked if they moved that game. But we'll, well see. Well, it it's, it's out of their control. State of emergency, they have to move it. That's why right. they, they put them on notice. Uh, all right, listen, but go like enjoy the, the game. I like to pick it. All right, if thank it's in you. Buffalo, I like to pick. What, what do we have now? Still 4 nothing. Still 4 nothing. We've got 11 minutes left in the second here. Beautiful. Go Bring that win home. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks. All right, that, of course, the great Rick DiPietro. And before we move on to plays of the week, Dan, I know you have your games you'd like to give as well. Absolutely. We, got to, we don't have a lot of time, so I'll just say same as RJ's, as a matter of fact. Cleveland minus two, Kansas City minus four and a half, Rams plus three. I could give you a bunch of reasons, but just to take those to the bank. They'll be winners this week. They're all gonna, I can't have RJ go 3-0 and this week, though. He's going to go 3-0. Yeah, Marcus go Stroud. 3-0. I'm going to go 3-0. Marcus. I mean, the, the, guy, the guy is saying, wasn't Marcus Stroud a defensive lineman for the Jaguars? Yeah, him and John Henderson. That's correct. They, they, were, they were fearsome. Who was the one that needed to get like slapped in the face to get fired up before the game? Was that I, John Henderson? I think that was John Henderson, yeah. yeah. I believe he went to the University of Tennessee. Mm. Correct. If memory serves correctly. They were terrors on the inside. They were very, very good. And now, now he's playing quarterback for the, for the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's come full circle. All right. That, I mean, it was well done. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Tweet from KJR in Seattle. That's a radio station, sports radio station in Seattle. Husky fans, we know you are looking forward to a visit with Coach DeBoer this morning. Please understand Coach DeBoer and UW Athletics are continuing to work towards a future we can all be excited about. At this time, Coach will not be joining the program this morning. We'll reschedule that interview hopefully very soon. Whoa. What does that mean? Mm. Means he gone. Told you. What does that mean? It means they're trying to add a few more zeros maybe to that contract, if anything, to try to entice him to stay. If, wow. I'm, Be gone. if I'm Alabama, I keep adding zeros on the other end. Be is, gone. That the, is that the guy you'd go after, though? Absolutely. You, what, can I ask you a serious question? What is it? And I like him. I think he's good. But what is it about him that makes you think that he's Alabama ready? He's one everywhere he's gone. Yeah. And, and this, listen. Who, who is Alabama ready, though? I, I, think, like, I think Dabo would be Alabama ready. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Davos Act will fly in Alabama. No, but I mean, he he was an Alabama guy, so he's yeah. an Alabama I mean, guy. He went to Alabama. Names. Yeah, I, I, he knows what it entails. Well, you're not I mean, that, There's a difference. In, like, I I I don't know that that his the way he likes to conduct things will will fly in that locker room. You're not getting Lane Kiffin from Ole Miss because he was at Alabama as an assistant. Yeah, once, already... once Dan Lanning said he's he's staying put. Right. I, I think if Har- I, I think DeBoer's either going to Alabama or Michigan, which we, interesting, we haven't really heard anything on, on Jim Harbaugh. Boy, I'll tell you, Sioux Falls is one hell of a uh, a launching spot. from Alabama. Spot. You know, my gosh. Yeah, he's went from from irrelevance to Washington to yeah. to, to. I mean, this has been a quick uh, ascent, quick rise up it, the ladder. Either huh? either that, or he's about to become one of the highest paid coaches in college football. Well, all right, quick question for you guys: the one game that if I said you can choose one game this weekend to watch, it would be which one? I mean, you well, know my answer. With, Lions, Rams. The ones, with the, the ones with the weather, you know, make it appealing just from a visual standpoint. But right. if, like, everything was played in a controlled climate, I would say Rams, Lions. Well, I mean, 
take it as it is. It's going to be two games in, in weather and then indoor games, and you got you know another indoor I'll game say tomorrow. Ste- I'll say Steelers-Bills because you don't have to stream that one. Steelers-Bills. All right, RJ, mm-hmm. what is the one game that you would not, would not miss this weekend? I actually think Chiefs-Dolphins. I'm, I'm fascinated by the negative 24 or whatever it's going to be. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Lions Rams Ray. Where are you going? I think you know my answer. Oh yeah, right. Browns Texans, right, Ray? Yeah, that's it. He wants yeah. to see Marcus Stroud. I want to see Marcus Stroud dominate. Marcus Stroud. Um, Marcus Stroud did dominate. He did, just in a different position in a different decade. Uh, one game that you said, you know what? I I could miss this game, Ray. That I could miss. Uh, yeah. Probably. Probably Bill Steelers. Honestly, Bill Steelers. All right, RJ. Yeah, I'd say Bill, Bill Steelers as well. I don't think that's going to be particularly close. Daniel? Eagles, Bucks. I agree with you. With Browns, Texans is a close second. You know the yeah, Texans. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Browns, Texans. You know the Texans have played all their playoff games on Saturday? Yeah. Well, because they're not an overly attractive team. Well, that's the thing. Like, we're so conditioned to, well, it's the Houston Texans again, the Texans Invitational. It's Saturday at 4.30. You know what I mean? Like, you're just kind of like, it's not going to be anything great. It's mean-spirited. But, but I'm looking it's not, forward it's to that It's also not game. wrong, but... I'm looking forward to that game. All right, you know what else I've looked forward to and I do all week long on Monday and Tuesday, and then really it becomes palpable on Thursday and Friday? Raymond's Plays of the Week. These oh, oh, well. are the Plays of the Week. You week win two, and they're 0-2. Week win two. Uh, it's full go for 2024. I mean, we just pick up right where we leave off on a Monday. The the Giants win. Yeah, it's always good to win. Winning's good. The Jets yeah, win. Losing's not. You're not going to ask me if I'm going to do cartwheels. Mm-hmm. We come. We we get ready for the national championship. We got Paul Feinbaum taking shots at the Power Five. All these conferences, they are tantamount to the five crime families from Godfather <laughs> One and Two. They meet only in an emergency, and that's just to figure out who they're going to kill next. But the biggest thing of the week? Oh no, we launched the Super Box Bonanza. Five or it's the ESPN New York Super Box Bonanza Five. If you were using Roman numerals, it would be V. Make sure you you know that for next time, Dan. Okay, gotcha. All right. Uh, Tuesday, the national championship was so enthralling that uh, Rick was actually experiencing sexy time during it. So good for him. I'm glad he <laughs> I'm glad he uh, got to enjoy himself. Rick's not here to uh, vouch for it, so you'll just have to take my word for it. Uh, we had Amani Toomer eventually make his appearance after Michigan's big win, but. Uh, he was very tardy. Who do we blame for that? I don't know. When it's still up for grabs, maybe John can explain it later. I might have to ride her, but that's okay. I think Amani was talking about Anita Marks there. Don't know oh, the boy. context. Oh, yeah. Uh, the callers. Big, big uh, caller. Caller Frank. Born ready, Don it. Who, who do you think he was addressing there, uh, Dan? Donna? Born ready, Don it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're looking at her. He's, That'd be he's me. Addressing da- Dave Donna. I'm Donna. Da- yeah, this is uh, this is a theme here with names. Uh, Omar returned uh, to the program he on Wednesday. Awful. I am a little You know, anytime things are not going well for Omar, when it, whether it comes to the Bills or the Knicks, he disappears. But when things are on the upswing, the Bills are in the playoffs. The Knicks are on a four-game winning streak, and he's show me the link, baby. He, he can't be stopped. He's he's an animal. But yeah, he 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 devolved into the uh, Omar that we uh, we all know and love. Uh, great performance by uh, Dave Rothenberg in the stump, and there was a little preview uh, from RJ. RJ, you got one today right now? Quincy Doobie. Uh, no idea. Rutgers. Nothing? Nothing on that? Uh, right. It was well done by me. It was like when he first started, I was like, who is Quincy Doobie? And then immediately it's, it just- it's really... Ran back into my. It's brain. really quite the peek into how Dave's brain works. He says he he says he's got nothing, and literally in the same split second, in that in that same sentence. Archie, you got one today, right now. Quincy Doobie. Uh, no idea. Rutgers. You you are a treat. You really are a treat. Uh, big Thursday open from uh, Rick, but also the big story on on Thursday was the return of Mel Kiper after he appeared on the K Show. There's talk of exclusivity and all that. Sometimes you just you got to continue bribing Dave. Uh, Mel. Remember, lack of exclusivity can be a problem. Yeah, but you know what's great. Whipped cream. <laughs> oh, you'll do anything to make this an exclusive deal. We will do anything. We'll send Dave all all the. We'll send Mel all the whipped cream he can handle, and uh, I hope I look forward to having him on many many times as the uh, draft process nears. And Dave goes back and forth on whether or not he wants a quarterback. I do want a quarterback. Um, I'm not going back and which, forth. Which one he wants? Uh, his JJ McCarthy hot take. Should he decide to uh, to uh, declare? Uh, Dan, he he thinks that uh, J.J. McCarthy would be the Giants guy if he declares. That's right. 
sounds like you don't agree. It's fine. It doesn't have Not to. Not there yet. Not there yet. All right. Uh, as you as you heard, there's a tendency of Dave to uh, read. Sometimes flattering, sometimes not so flattering emails. There was one from this this, this guy, Devin, this week, and he kind of hinted at it. Uh, it was a well-thought-out email just blasting Dave. Uh, I think the word bloviates was used yeah. in there oh, it was. at one point. I, I believe it was actually self-bloviate. Yeah, self-bloviate, yeah. yeah. Just, just just destroying Dave. But, but like, you know, so it's like it's proper English, and he's just explaining all these reasons. And then at the end, it's just... You seem extremely annoying. I hate you. <laughs> and he repeated it at the uh, again at the end. So yeah, he really hates he, me. He's not a fan of uh, one David Hugh Rothenberg. Uh, just like Rick is not a fan of Reed's mentioning Jay Shaw. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samuel Payne. Dot, SamuelPayne.doctor.dr.jshot. Here's the excuse Rick gave for, for that for that botch. There's so many periods. Oh, yeah. Periods are very confusing. I, there's a lot. There's a lot of periods, and you don't want to deal with a lot of periods. Dan, thank you for uh, stepping in on the show today, even though you went rogue a couple of times, uh, for example, in around the league. That could be problematic. And look, Purdue just lost the Dan. game. Dan, this is not around the college basketball Big Ten League. This is around the NFL League. You asked the question. I fine, it. fine, because we're wasting time on the frenzy. So let's get the damn frenzy. Let's do the frenzy. Football frenzy. Let's talk football. Blah, blah, blah. I can't even repeat your, your worst offense. Great week of shows, guys. Great week. Great job. Everyone wonderful. Dan, it's Rule 76. No excuses. Play like a champion. Dan, Dave, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Go, Pack, go! I'm 9870 SPM. I like Marcus Stroud a lot. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.